Chargies, and welcome back to Hashtag In Charge at Iowa. This is Elizabeth Dix, the VP Media. And Kate Struble, Treasurer. Today's episode is all about social media. But first, let's talk about our bolts and blues. What are your bolts and blues, Elizabeth? I've gotten a lot done this week. It's always productivity for me. Is um, <laughs> always the bolt. But I've been doing good. start saving up again for next semester's um, tuition (laughs) and my rent. (laughs) And so that's just been stressing me out. I know it'll work out, but for right now, I'm feeling a little nervous. How about you? Yeah. And that's understandable. Shoot. Like what were your bolts of blues? Okay. So my bowl for this week is that I really had fun at the welcome party. Well, back to school social. That was really fun. Just getting to talk with people. I feel like right now with COVID, I feel like just informal conversation and connection is one of those things like that is a rare commodity these days. So it was really fun to be able to talk with people. Um, My blue is that I have like a couple assignments to do within the next week and like it's just kind of looming over me so I'm hopeful that I can complete them soon and not be super anxious about them. I feel like with school right now it's easy to just like be fully consumed in it since it's so virtual so (laughs) I'm trying to set some more boundaries but it's hard. Yeah I I, I agree. I know that that can be hard, especially virtually and everything, but I also agree with your bolt. Um, I think the social was so much fun last week. Yay, I'm That's, glad. Such a good job putting it all together. Oh, thank you. I thought it was fun. All right, so those are our bolts and blues. Now we're going to move on to the meat of the podcast today, which is all about social media and how we use social media and our thoughts. We made like a list of questions to follow. So we'll probably just say the question out loud and then like go over how we like feel and answer it and everything. So it'll feel kind of like a Q&A. Yes. So Elizabeth, what social media platforms do you use and what do you like the best? Yeah, so I have a Snapchat, but I never really use it. I only really have it for like my family group chat and my roommate group chat. Um, and then I have Instagram. I technically have Facebook, but I really only go on it for the, the private Facebook group for charge. Yeah. And I also kind of have TikTok. Like I delete it and then I redownload it. Like if I have a busy week, I'll delete it. So I'm not on it. And then I might redownload it on a weekend where I'm doing nothing. But Instagram is probably my most used social media platform, unless we count YouTube. I'm on YouTube all the time. Really? Uh, yeah, I watch so much YouTube. <laughs> I watch it's so like, funny. I watch financial YouTubers or I watch like the lifestyle influencer YouTubers. And so they like cancel each other out. I'm getting all this financial advice to be like, don't spend any of your money. And then I'm going over there like affiliate links down below in the description. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. I don't know. That's funny. But yeah, I traditional social media, Instagram is definitely the one I use the most. 
even though I really only use my charge Instagram, but like a whole lot, my regular Instagram, I only post like the big things that happen, which don't happen very often. (laughs) Right. I'm the same way. Like I love Instagram. I'm always on Instagram. Um, but yeah, I never really post on Instagram if it's not on my in charge account. Um, but Instagram's just cool. I like the visual nature of Instagram. Like that's cool. That sucks me in like every day. Um, I have a Snapchat. I use that often just for like the messaging feature. Um, and I use Facebook, but like you, Elizabeth, I don't use it really <laughs> for other th- other than the Iowa Charge like page, like group, I should say. Um, I don't have Twitter anymore. I don't have TikTok. I've never had TikTok. I'm just scared to get it because I feel like I'm going to get addicted to it. And I don't really watch YouTube that much. So yeah, I'd say Instagram is my favorite. I use it the most too. Yeah. I never actually downloaded TikTok until last fall. I took a media class and we did a paper on them and I had no idea really what TikTok was about. So I downloaded it to like get the feel of it. So I blame my professor. (laughs) that's so funny no I mean if you had to do it you had to do it (laughs) okay Kate what was the first social media platform that you downloaded my first um platform I downloaded was Instagram I think like to my phone that was the first one I could download to my phone um I think I had a Facebook before that but I didn't use it as an app I used it like on my computer like at home, at my parents' house, like I'd be so excited to go use it and like log in. But Instagram was the first platform I actually really used and had on my phone, which is so funny, like so cringy how I used it. But yeah, that was the first, I guess. What was your first download? Yeah, I'm thinking, so my parents were fairly strict when it came to technology, which honestly, looking back on it now, I'm grateful for because I got to develop so many other hobbies that I enjoy, like reading. Um, So I got my first cell phone when I turned 13, but it was a flip phone. So when I turned 13, I got a flip phone and I got a Facebook, but I got the Facebook obviously on a computer. So technically that was like the first social media platform I ever used. And again, I didn't really use it like consistently I was a 13 year old what was I doing playing games (laughs) yeah I didn't get my first smartphone until I was like 16 or 15 maybe and so that's really when I had Instagram because you can't really do that on a computer but yeah I definitely was like a little late to the social media game which I'm not mad about at all I I feel like it's like a rite of passage like when when do your parents let you get get Facebook because that's what I remember. I wouldn't be the same anymore for like my sister, but that's funny that that's kind of the same for how, how it was with you is the same as how it was with me. Yeah. I remember when I got a Snapchat, it was a big deal because my parents like followed us on all of our like social media platforms to make sure we weren't posting something dumb. And they, they really were like, I don't really want to download Snapchat because I'm an adult. And they were also like, and I can't really see anything that you're sending people anyway. So it was a whole thing, especially because when I downloaded Snapchat, it was when there was a lot of bad press on kids using Snapchat. 
And I never used Snapchat in an appropriate way by any means, but it was something my parents were always nervous about. So that was also an interesting one when I downloaded it. There was lots of drama at my house. (laughs) Yeah, they just want to keep you safe. But yeah, I know that's that's hard because yeah with snapchat it's like you can post to stories but primarily it's just messaging but that's cool they let you download it yeah and now my mom has a few friends and they all have snapchat and so like they send streaks my mom has more streaks than I do what that's so cute I know (laughs) that's so cute but so you said that you like using your in-charge Instagram. So what do you think that, what is all the hype about? Yeah, well, I mean, I'm a little biased being the VP media, but my favorite part about the in-charge Instagrams is just that virtual connection. Like you get to follow along. I mean, let's be honest, how many of us are really going to go to a social and talk about what we ate today? Like it's silly, but it's something that you can post on your in-charge Instagram and people can be like, oh my God, that looks so good. I want to try that. Or you get to connect with people from all around the country that are in charge. You can, you know, you can follow someone that's from Massachusetts. Um, And you just get to see that community grow. You can follow different hashtags and just see what everyone else is up to and get connected. You can interact with everyone's pages and you really like, you get to see what's going on behind the scenes. Whereas a regular Instagram is that highlight reel. So if someone's having a bad day, if I'm having a bad day, the in charge family on Instagram is going to hear about it. They're going to, they're going to hear all about how I failed my test or how I'm so tired and someone's going to hype me up and someone's going to be there to understand. Whereas if you posted that on your regular Instagram, people are just going to be like, like, this is too much. <laughs> oh my God. No, this is actually, this is perfect. So earlier this week, I, <laughs> I posted this story and I posted to my intern Instagram. I made like those TikTok viral, like hot chocolate bombs where yeah. you like put them in and they melt. Mm-hmm. And I made those and I had a candle lit and I was going to watch a movie and I was going to take a bath and mm-hmm. all this stuff. And my bath ended up, the drain broke. But the moral of the story is I posted all this to my story. And then I looked back and I posted it to my regular story yeah yeah not my in charge story I was mortified I'm like all these people can see what I posted and they's like they were they were typing up and like why are you posting this like like everyone from my high school like they were like who gives a crap like why I, I was like getting so much hate and it wasn't like they said that. yeah they were like and it wasn't like a you know what I mean like it was like they were poking fun at it and when I just wanted someone to swipe up and be like oh my god like self-care night like you know what I mean yeah yeah I saw it on, I saw it on your story and I was like oh this is cute and I was like wait is this like on her in charge or me and I was like I'm here for it I love it yeah so there's just a little more of an authentic vibe on the in charge account where I can post whatever I want and And like, I know that most people on like the regular Instagram, either they won't even see it or they won't care, but there's always just that like feeling that nagging sense that like, even maybe it's just my brothers even like swipe up and they're like, this is stupid. (laughs) And you don't get that on the in-charge. Yeah. You can post whatever you want. I like it. I think that yeah what what you said like covers it like it's just it's nice to feel like you can post whatever and not be judged for it or if there's like a certain thing you should post like 
on my regular Instagram, I rarely post, even though I'm on it all the time. But on my in-charge Instagram, I'm on it all the time. And like, I typically post quite frequently. So it's fun. Like, I feel comfortable posting my food on my (laughs) in-charge Instagram being like, this is what I ate today. Like, this is what I did. Whereas on the regular Instagram, it's kind of like a persona of like what you want people to think of you, which sounds bad, but it's kind of true. Like the in-charge, I guess a good way to think of the in-charge Instagrams, it's it's more like a public journal. Like, Mm -hmm. and keep track of your progress, whether it's your wellness journey or your mental health journey, whatever it is, you can kind of track that. Or even just like your daily life in college, you get to see that happening and you get to hear feedback from people that actually care about your well-being. Whereas on a regular Instagram, it's really not the place. It's not a welcoming enough environment on on the regular side of Instagram to just do that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Definitely so different, even though it's on the same app, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. Are there any different habits or practices that you use on social media, whether it's like a different platform, like how you treat them, or even just in general, how you treat social media? Yeah, well, I have kind of like a weird relationship with social media. Not like weird, but I guess I'm always trying to be mindful about like what I, what media I'm consuming and that includes social media. So I would say that lately I've been trying to stay off social media on the morning, just in, in the morning, I should say, um, just because I feel like if I do scroll on social media, it always, it just is a weird start to my day. So I, lately I've been just looking at it more so like late morning in the afternoon when I'm like, oh, like I really do want to look at this and I'm not just like scrolling for kicks and giggles, <laughs> I guess. Um, so I guess that's something I'm trying to implement, just being more intentional with what I'm doing with my time. And I'm trying to translate that into my social media use. I have like a process of like I go through Instagram, like both accounts, I go on Snapchat pretty regularly throughout the day. Like I don't even want to admit how much I go on those things. It's just, it's hard to quantify how much time you're on it. If you, if you don't want to look at your screen time, like I'm scared. I'm always scared to look at it because like that's, that's not right. Like there's no way. And then it is accurate. So I, I, I'm trying to be more mindful about it, but you know, social media can be really positive or can be negative, and it really depends on the mood you are already in once you're looking at social media, or sometimes the reverse. Like, it can it can impact the mood that you have for your whole day. So, I think I'm just trying to be a little more mindful, but what about yourself? Honestly, I'm kind of in the same boat as you, where I'm just working on that intentional use of social media in some ways, it's really easy to do that. Like Facebook, if I'm going on a Facebook, it's for a reason. I'm either checking for up, like actual updates for news, you know, news, but like within groups, um, or I'm going on a Facebook marketplace to look for a specific thing I need in my house, those kinds of things. But when it comes to things like Instagram, usually I spend some time in the morning, like 15 to 30 minutes specifically for charge, whether that's commenting on people's posts or just seeing what's going on in the charge community and then I try to put it away the rest of the day like probably lunchtime I'll go look through it again and then in the in the evening if I get all my stuff done then that's my time that I can do that if I want to 
really lately I've been trying to like get my screen time on my phone under two hours, which is really embarrassing to say because like two hours is a long time to be on your phone. But there was like sometimes over winter break where my phone, I was on it for like four hours a day. And that's just not where I want to be. I would much rather spend that time doing something more meaningful. You know, I'm pretty good at like mindfully eating or mindfully checking in with my mental health. Why am I not doing that on social media? Like just taking a step back and thinking, is this really where I want to be right now? And I think especially you mentioned that like, what mindset are you or mood are you going into when you get on social media? I think it's so important. Like if I'm having a bad day, the last place I probably should be is on Instagram because all you're going to do is you're going to be seeing everyone else's really great days or their really cool Valentine's Day dates or they're really cool, you know, whatever it is. You know, if you're going in with you're already feeling down, it's going to make you feel worse. Whereas if you're in a good mood or you're looking for inspiration, it's a great time to go on social media. But just like knowing that difference and knowing when to put your phone down, I think can be really hard. Right. And it's, yeah, it's easier said than done. And like you said, like social media is such a huge part of our lives that we should feel comfortable checking in with ourselves and being like, oh, like, hey, what are you doing? Like, why are you doing this? Like, what are your intentions? Because I think that's just really important and considering whatever we do, but something as as mindless sometimes as social media can be, it's just especially important to have that reminder. But I don't know, I think it's definitely changed because of the pandemic. Like my social media habits have definitely changed. Um, I'd say I go on my phone more, but that's kind of out of like, you know, I want to see what people are doing and have some kind of connection, but I also don't know how genuine that is. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I want to see what people are doing. I want to connect. But then again, it's like, oh, like, are you connecting with people? Like, is this the best way? So I don't know. I think that's how the pandemic has changed my like social media habits. Um, I mean, I'm just online all the time or like on Zoom, but I think everybody's kind of experiencing that in their own ways. Like, how do you feel about that? I think the pandemic, in some ways it changed it for good. And in some ways it changed it for honestly, like a lot worse. One of the big things I know looking back, I'm like, how did everyone have time to do all these big projects? I saw this one ad the other day and it was these two people were like having a picnic and they were talking about how like how much they've got done. And it was, it was something for like a therapy service or something. I've seen that. Yeah. And it's these two people that are like, oh, you know, I like traveled the world in my van. I became fluent in three languages. I blah, blah, blah. And I felt like that third person that was sitting there (laughs) thinking like, oh my gosh, I, I learned how to, you know, breathe. Like I took time for myself. Like that's how I felt during the pandemic. I was like, I didn't really do anything special. And so in some ways, you know, social media kind of hurt my feelings. Like on TikTok, I was like, oh my God, all these people are doing all these amazing things and I'm just not doing any of that. But just because it's the time and place for a bunch of people doesn't mean it's the time and place for me. You know, we all have different places on our journey. We don't have to follow the sourdough train just because everyone else is doing it. But in other ways, like the pandemic, I found a lot more inspiration on social media and it helped me like, it, it kind of was a tool to find things that I could do within my means. So like when we couldn't go to the gym, 
and everyone on TikTok or Instagram was giving out like at-home workouts. That was a great moment, like of social media, in my opinion, to be able to see, oh, I can do a leg workout at home. I can do a back workout at home. I can do a cardio workout at home, whatever I'm looking for. And it can be like a strength workout. It could be a dance workout. It can be whatever I want it to be. And so in that way, I felt like I kind of grew more in my willingness to try different fitness stuff, which was good. And so like things like that, I think the pandemic kind of changed my mentality. And in some ways it did make my social media use more intentional. Um, but then, you know, there were also days where I was on my phone all day long. Yeah, that's okay. Like it has to be a balance. I feel like and you bring up a good point, like using social media for like fitness or like finding new things. Like that's always super fun. And I think that's a huge positive of like social media because like you, like I went to like Instagram to find workouts I could do at home and it was just like it was fun to do that so Elizabeth what do you like to look at on social media like who do you like to follow what kind of content do you look for I really like fitness like I I say blogs but you know what I mean like the fitness genre on the platforms I use whether but I am careful about which ones I choose I am not all about the influencers that talk about glute activation because in my opinion anytime you're using a muscle you're activating it like so I avoid a lot of the fatty kind of fitness things but I do like I said I like the at-home stuff and I've been getting back in the weight room so it's nice to see what someone else is doing and I can I can try that workout too and see if I like it so fitness stuff um I love cooking um, like the cooking genre of TikTok or Instagram, because I think it's so inspiring, especially I'm a big intuitive eating kind of gal. I'm a firm believer in that. But that being said, I do tend to lean for like the traditionally seen as like healthy items because they make my body feel better, like sweet potatoes and like vegetables. I'm, I'm big on vegetables. I love them so much. And being able to see videos of people like making creative things out of them just gets me so excited. And it like, especially if they're creative, but they're fast and they're balling on a budget, like all those things. So those are big for me. Yeah. I honestly am pretty careful about who and what I follow because what you follow is what you get. So mm-hmm. a lot of people hear that phrase, like the five people closest to you in your life are who you're going to be. And so choose your friends wisely, like that, that whole thing. I think it's important to do that on social media too. Like the, the five people that show up in your feed the most are what you're going to present as yourself and that's who you're going to become and so make sure you're not posting someone who makes you feel bad about your body or makes you feel bad about the things you eat or the things you think or the music you like whatever it is make sure you're following people that make you feel whole and inspired rather than feel weighed down or like you're not enough or anyone that makes you feel FOMO unfollow them (laughs) is my biggest advice yeah I think that's important like FOMO like how just like life-wise like lifestyle this was probably like more pre-COVID now but if I saw people that were going out or had pictures with their friends and this is something I've kind of grown out of too like in high school it was so much worse I was like man I didn't get invited to do that whereas in college it's like we all have different friend groups and we dip into different friend groups so it's not as big of a deal here in um at college as it was growing up but 
you know, if, if you feel that you're missing out or you're not doing everything that you should be, just reflect on why that is. And if it's because at the end of the day, you're on your phone six hours a day, maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe there is something that you can be trying and exploring and getting out there with. But if it's just because you saw someone post a pic out with friends the day before, consider if it's something that's really valuable to your life. And if it's really something you need to keep, because the last thing you need is to ruin your day by looking at one Instagram post. I agree. And I think what you said about like making your life whole is so important. Like, I think it's fun to, you know, be intentional with who you follow. Like, I like to follow people who like travel a lot, like to some extent, or like seeing where they yeah. go or, you know, like what they do with their family. Like, I love the bucket list family. Like, so oh my gosh, yes. Just so fun to see how they live their lives, you know, with some perspective, obviously. But like, they just posted something the other day about there being like whales, like, like literally like right outside their house, like in Hawaii, which was crazy. I'm like, this is so cool. So I always like want to feel that way when I look at people's content and, and to feel good. Gen- like genuinely I like to follow those people and I like to follow people you know who I want to uh still be close with or see what see what they're doing um I think that's important but mm-hmm. it's important you know to not have that FOMO feeling like you were saying and I think it's a hard balance like shoot I'm still navigating that <laughs> for sure and it's it's kind of like your closet or anything else in your life. Like it's not a one and done deal. Like it's, I mean, your moods will change over time. Heck my moods change like every day. <laughs> so yeah. it depends. Like, it's not something that's just gonna, you can do once and your life has changed. It's a lot of trial and error and just, and honestly, just being okay with where you are right now, which is so hard and it's so easy to say. With that, what are our um, individual pros and cons of each social media platform? Yes. Okay. Let's see. Let's start with Instagram since we've been talking a lot about Instagram. What are your pros and cons? Pros. I love pictures. Like anything visual that is engaging is just super fun. I really like that. I think that you can post a lot of content on it that varies. Um and it's cool. There's a lot of people on Instagram. So those are my pros. My cons are it's just easy to keep scrolling or keep keep looking at things or feeling like you have to go back on it. And sometimes, you know, like if you want to interact on social media or if you don't, like how you do that or how you want to, like there's some pressure there about evaluating how you want to react to people's posts, I'd say. Yeah, I would agree. Um, my pros and cons for Instagram would be pros. I really love the in-charge community. I don't know how many times I can say it, but <laughs> I love that sense of being connected and being able to have a community online, especially right now. But cons, um, I think mindless scrolling and the algorithm sometimes and being able to curate what you want and what what's good for you. Yeah. I agree. I agree. What are your thoughts on Facebook pros and cons? Pros, I feel like it's it's really great to get updates from your favorite brands, your favorite groups like Charge or if you're involved in another student org. 
And it's also a lot easier, I think, to stay connected with older family members, <laughs> like your grandparents or aunts and uncles that might not live near you. Cons, honestly, well, Facebook hasn't had the best reputation lately. So that is a con. <laughs> um, do without what you will. So there's those concerns. Honestly, I don't have a ton of cons for Facebook. I just don't use it. It's just not something I go on to. Yeah, I think some cons for Facebook is just like, um, you know, like, it just depends on who you follow a lot of the times, but sometimes that, like, um, there's a lot of advertisements, which can be good or bad, depending on if you want to receive those. Uh, but the pros, like what you said about connecting with family, it's easy to do that. And I feel like there's just like a wide array of people you can be friends with on Facebook and they're all in one place rather than Instagram. It's like more segmented and like Snapchat. Facebook, there's like everybody there. Yeah, true. How about TikTok? Well, I've never had TikTok, but I think like just outsider point of view, like there's a lot of ways to be creative on TikTok. I think it's kind of fun, kind of funny. Um, cons, I think from an outsider point of view, it could be easy to just keep scrolling. But that's my two cents. What do you think, Elizabeth? Pros, I think it's the easiest platform to curate what you want to see. Like you like it, you're going to get five more videos after it that are just the same. So it's a lot easier to get exactly what you want to see. Cons, yes, it's you're on there for a long time. Like the content on there is amazing, but it's you're on there a long time if you don't set a limit and don't have a little bit of discipline on when you're going to get off. Cool. And then neither of us use Twitter. I used to have Twitter. It's just that it's a little unorganized for me. Like, I don't know how to navigate it. And there is so much information on there. And it's hard to know, A, like how to get to that information. Like everyone loves to say that it's like, my brother has said this. He's like, it's my place to get the news. I don't know how to get the news on Twitter. And I will say this, I, I feel it the most on Twitter, but it's true for all of these platforms be wary of the advice you're getting and the quote unquote news that you're absorbing. And honestly, when it comes to any form of media, that should be the case, but it's really easy to post something that's either biased or just completely like not really true. Um, so, you know, take whatever you're reading with a grain of salt. It's, it's not the end all be all, but I always felt that on Twitter. I felt like Twitter was it's really fast. It moves fast. The topics are always changing. What's trending is always changing and it's hard to keep up. Yeah, I feel the same, like the keeping up part, don't know how to use it, just feels like a lot. That's why I'm not on it anymore. But I am on Pinterest. I love Pinterest, <laughs> like really love scrolling through it because like it's just so motivational, inspirational um, in so many ways. It's just a good way to like visualize what you want or what you want to do with your life right now I don't know I'm a very visual person so it's fun to to read things mainly like quotes and house stuff like I think it's so fun the interior like decorate interior yeah. design so it's fun to get content like that but the cons are I it's not as interactive I guess like I know people who have Pinterest and like I follow them but they may not share like the same content I would want to receive so like there's not a lot of like socialization with people you know on Pinterest it's more like oh I like this I'm going to show you 
show yeah. you what I like, but there's not like conversation building from it necessarily. Yeah, I agree that it's it's more of an individual platform, like for your own individual use. I also use Pinterest. I really like it. It it reminds me a lot of TikTok and it has some of the similar features as TikTok. But the one difference that I have that I like about Pinterest is that you can come back to something that you like later. Like you can put it on your like your boards or whatever. So a lot of times I will save books that I want to read or like cleaning. I look a lot on cleaning stuff on Pinterest. So like I can come back to it and say, oh, this is how they cleaned their, I don't know, stained clothes or like things like that. And I use a bullet journal for basically everything. So I have like a board for my bullet, like burn it, bullet journal inspiration. So when I'm using my bullet journal, I can pull it up. So I like that aspect of Pinterest. Going back to that intentional thing again, like I can always go back and see what I saved if it comes of use for me, but it's also not on my computer. It's not in my room so it doesn't feel as cluttered either yeah I like that I like that point all right we did talk about snapchat a little earlier but real quick your pros and cons for snapchat I like snapchat because I like to message people like individually through it and it's more fun more interactive when you can take pictures if you want to but honestly these days I'm like I just use it to message people like I don't take pictures and message people like that's just effort (laughs) that sounds bad I'm always like let's just text you're like people like why are you texting instead of like sending pictures and like captioning it I guess so I like it um I think the story features are fun too I think snapchat just generally is a more casual app like people's expectations are lower with snapchat and you can have a little more fun with it generally um but the con is just like sometimes it's almost too casual like sometimes this sounds bad but sometimes people I'm like in friends I'm like oh like maybe maybe I don't want to see that like that sounds really bad you know but do you know what I'm talking about I'm like oh okay you're like cool I really wanted to see that (laughs) (laughs) no hate only love but just like no hate no hate Um, hate. yeah something that I, I, I agree with you. Like, I think that's really a big pro of Snapchat is it is more personal. I think like you, it, you feel like you're in that loop with your friends and it's a more interactive space. My biggest con for Snapchat, and you guys will think this is funny, is that I feel like such a grandma. Like I can't send a picture because I won't remember what I said in the picture message. Like I have to send it through text so I can save it. Otherwise they'll respond and they're like, yeah, that works great. I'm like, what works great? <laughs> But you know, that's the same though. Like I've, I'm forgetful. Like sometimes I don't look at my phone for a while, like, like a couple hours and then people, and then they'll say something. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like I'll have to clarify. So I relate to that. Yeah. Uh, YouTube again, you don't really use it, but I can at least do my pros and cons. I, I feel like it's the most informative social media platform. And a lot of people wouldn't even call it social media, but I kind of do because there's an algorithm, there's a feed. Um, it's the most informative and I can search for exactly what I want. Con, um, the algorithm sucks me in. If, if I get on YouTube, I have to schedule like at least an hour to be on it because I'll be on it that long. Just like really? that. Yeah, it's not good, but. Okay though. If you find stuff you like, it's like a hard battle. It's like, oh, good. I like this, but like maybe not right now. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Um, Spotify, podcasts, and music. 
to be honest, I don't, I don't listen to that, that much regularly. I, I'd say like if I'm traveling, I listen to like a lot of music or, um, you know, just like generally if I'm going somewhere, like if I'm going to the store, I'll listen to music or whatever. If I'm doing dishes or doing a task, then I'll do it. But, and I like it. I like that. It's very captivating, but cons, I just don't have a lot of time for that right now, sadly. Yeah. I really like podcasts and I really like music. And so music, again, I'm like you, I listen to it if I'm in the car, like going somewhere. A lot of other times I don't, unless I'm just putting on like uh, instrumental music for studying or homework, but I really, I don't count that a whole lot, but um, podcasts, I really do enjoy because I think there's, there's something I put on if I'm cleaning or doing chores or if I'm trying to, like, I've been trying to do more walks during the day just to like get outside and break up my day inside. And so I do listen to a lot of podcasts like this one, hashtag intro Iowa, baby. Pros and cons, I guess, of those. And again, that's another thing that people probably don't count as social media, but it's, you know, it's media, but and we just wanted to plug the podcast. So I like them. I think they can be informative or entertaining. And big, biggest thing for me is breaking up my day. I don't really have any cons for that. Use it if you want to use it if you don't. Mm-hmm. But yes, we would love to hear your thoughts on social media. So like, let us know either. I don't know if you can comment on a podcast, but like on our Instagram, you can go comment there and talk to us about what you think of all of this social media stuff. Do you have specific platforms you like or don't like and tell us all about, we want to hear it. We love talking about social media and what it, you know, what it means to be our generation on social media. So please hit us up with all of that. Yes, please do. We love talking about it. Upcoming charge events is to work. We're all excited. So make sure you come to that. Um, thank you so much for listening and tag us on Instagram if you listen to it. And like Elizabeth said, let us know your thoughts on social media. Until next time, remember you are hashtag in charge of your own life. <laughs> All right. See you guys. Bye.